Welcome back to Endless Opinions, episode number 67. What's up, ladies and gents? I am Hayden Brinkley, as always. Zach Bristol, on the other side of the table. And here we go. All right. All right, so... Oh, wait. Sure. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at Endless Opinions and on Twitter at Opinions Endless. Now let's go. All right, yeah. Got to get that plug in. Let's discuss some facts here. Let's, Let's be men for a second. Between me, you, and Branson, and I guess kind of from you know time to time, we certainly uh, have a competitive nature between us, especially when it comes to going to the gym or football or anything that we really do, uh, poker, cards, even like Naturally, cards against humanity, yeah, yeah. you know, just typical shit. So let me let me ask you this: Does it bother you that in our friend group how competitive we are? No, fuck no. It's the best part about it. Okay. Because I see, like, my girlfriend talks to me about it sometimes, and I, I'm not throwing her on the bus, but she does notice that we, like, our group is very competitive, and she's like, that would honestly bother me. I'm like, why? Like, I feel like being, I feel like being competitive is what kind of makes it better between your group. That's what makes winning worth it. Right? Because if, if no one gives a shit about losing, then it's not fun to win. It's fun to talk shit, and then know that you won and they they were talking shit and they were like, oh, I'm going to win. And then they didn't. And yeah. Like, ha ha, bitch. You lost. Stop their shit. You throw it in their face. Of course. But it's fun. It's all fun. You know, fun game. No one's actually like, yeah, you fucking, you lost. Now you're out of the friend group. Yeah. I should make a disclaimer. This is always for fun. It's never like, you know, some like yeah. harsh punishment. It's never about like money or anything. It's always just, it's, it's bragging rights. Everybody to likes honest. to win. Yeah. And if you pretend like you don't, then you're lying. So uh, I'm listening. Uh, I was telling you before we started. I'm listening to this uh, episode with Joe Rogan and Jordan Peterson, and they're talking about just being competitive, being a monster, and that that dog having that dog mentality. And one line that really stuck out to me during that podcast was that Joe Rogan was saying that it's better to be a warrior in a garden than a gardener in a war. And I was like, damn, that's actually really compelling because a lot of people and i'm probably wrong on this but there's there's certainly a lack of competitive nature and kind of that dog mentality to have for just in anything so for me it's always in the gym like i you know i'm a friendly person before and after the workout but during the workout don't talk to me like i'm in my zone and i'm aiming to beat the the number one rank for that day so let me give you an example of this so yesterday, you saw the workout. It was 120 calories on the Echo Bike. Um, 100, no, I'm sorry, not 120, 150 calories on the Echo Bike, 120 toes to bar, and 90 hang power clean at 115. Now, in any way, I'm not trying to boast about this because uh, I, I'm sure this is how it seems like it could come across. So it's supposed to be teams of two. Well, the class that I went to only had seven. You do the math. That's an odd number. Right. You need a team of three. Yeah. You can't do a team of three. Unfair advantage. It's completely unfair. So I'm trying to figure out, okay, well, how am I going to do this? Like everyone's already paired up. I went to the bathroom uh, before the class even started. By the time I got done, everyone had their partners. I was like, well, shit. All right. I guess I'm alone. So as the workout is about to begin, I asked my coach, I'm like, hey, you know what? What do you want me to do for this since I'm flying solo? I was like, do you want me to split it right down the middle? Because, you know, one person doing one all that 
reps, you know, that's kind of how you break it down. And this is where like, that's what flipped that dog mentality in me. Uh, He was like, I mean, I guess if you want to do it scaled, which that's like, there's, it's easy, intermediate, and then RX is classified as like, quote unquote, hard. And scaled is easiest. So I took that almost like as a challenge. I was like, okay. I was like, all right, man. If, if you're going to say that scaled, then I'm going to do the RX. So it was a, it was the whole entire thing, one person. 150 calories on the Echo Bike, 120 toes bar, and 90 hang power flings. And I got to tell you, like, when, I, when he told me that, I, I kept that on, in the back of my mind. I was like, all right, man, like, you truly don't know, like, how competitive my nature is. And I'm certainly not going to back down from this. So my girlfriend tells me that that's kind of like a bad thing in a way because it can lead to maybe further damage to my body like later on in life. But I'm not concerned about that right now. Like I'm in my prime years right now. Might as well just fucking use up whatever I can. So I guess the whole point of this is like, I think it's good to have that mentality. And a lot of people, maybe not a lot of people, but there are people out there who say like, you know, there's no need to have that mentality. Like you're not going to be number one in in lifting and gaming or whatever it is that you want to do. And I, I almost take that as a challenge. I'm like, well, that's, that's kind of bad mentality off of the bat because you don't, one, it shows that you can't do it. And two, you don't want to. Yeah, no, when someone says that, it's, it's like, no, you you won't be because you're already just setting up the expectation that it's just impossible. Mm-hmm. Don't tell me what I'm going to be, you know, but keep going. It's a catch-22 because I'm, I'm constantly caught in between my head of like, oh, man, you know, is there really a reason to do this? Or, you know, if I do this, then it makes me that much better. So my... My whole thing with like CrossFit is I, I actually do want to be in the games one day, like the CrossFit games. That's that's an ultimate goal of mine in the far distant future once I've completely and utterly mastered my whole entire wheelhouse, but that's going to be a long time. So I think it's important to have that, uh, that competitive nature to you and that that's finding that switch, which is Honestly, probably one of the most difficult things is finding that switch for the workout because it's easy to find it when you're doing a two rep max or one rep for something that takes 20, 30 seconds at most. A but, sprint, a 40 yard dash. Yes. It's easy to dig in and find that deep, dark place in your mind for five and a half seconds. But for something that's 20, 30 minutes at most, like that's hard to find that. It's hard to, it's really hard to keep that. Dog mentality, like you're saying, for long, stretched out periods of time, because you know, again, like something simple, like a 40 yard dash or a, a one rep max bench press, you start and then you're done. You're just done immediately. But after going for 20, 30 minutes of feeling the pain and, and looking at the clock and being like, "Fuck, it's only been five minutes. It feels like it's been 20 minutes, and I've still got. I'm not even anywhere close. I haven't put a dent in this workout yet." You've got to really find a spot in your mind, and that's why I think that. You know, when when you hear things from your girlfriend, like, you're going to hurt yourself. It's not worth it. Just do what you can do. Go at your own pace. You know, just, you know, do half the work. Do whatever you got to do. Just, you know, be smart about it. I, I totally disagree. And I get the same thing from my girlfriend because sometimes I'll leave, be leaving class like today. And I'm like a little bit longer and I might have passed out. You know, I like a bunch of pressure in my head. Like, That's not good. That's not. It's like, well, I understand what you're saying, but 
it's more than just trying to, you know, improve your physical fitness. It's a, more of a, a mindset thing. I mean, okay, David Goggins said it best. Don't stop when you're tired. Stop when you're done. Right. And that's that, you know. That's Yeah, I mean, that's Finish. probably the best piece of advice that you can get. Yeah. My, I guess my question, you know, in your own personal experience, what – what what have you been able to do to kind of keep in that mindset, you know, that in the zone feeling? Like what's what's probably the best source for you to be able to do that? Say that again. Sorry. <laughs> Did I say don't stop when you're finished, stop when you're done? Is that what I said? Yes. Stop. Don't stop when you're tired. Stop when you're done. There you go. I was thinking, I was like, what, what did I just fucking say? Just I mean, it, it, it makes sense. Like, yeah. I feel like it makes sense. Yeah, but, yeah. yeah. <laughs> don't stop when you're tired. Stop when you're, that's the actual quote. But anyways, <laughs> don't stop when you're done. Stop when you're done. <laughs> <laughs> right. I, I know what you meant. Because I, yeah. I know the quote I, I understood. Right. But yeah, yeah, it makes sense. Okay, yeah, what was your question? So, what, like, what's the best way to draw that, draw out that in the zone feeling? It's different. Different answer for everybody. Like, uh... Well, and going on the stand on top of David Goggins, you know, a lot of people use music to fire them up. Just like in class, they blare loud music. Some people just put their in, in their AirPods and listen to their own music because they have certain songs that really fire them up. And they fast forward to, you know, a minute and a half into this song because there's this one part that really gets them going. And some people think that's cheating because what are you going to do when you don't have music? You know, if you're doing a you know, one of those crazy Moab 200 mile runs, you're not gonna have your phone and your AirPods the whole race. They're gonna, it's gonna die. You're gonna be on your own at some point. Mm -hmm. So I think it's a, a really beneficial thing to be able to find something that fires you up inside of your mind. Being able to, you know how, have you ever daydreamed just about anything? Oh yeah, you know, that's, plenty of times. It, you kind of have to trick yourself into thinking you're in some kind of life or death scenario. You know, I know Joe Rogan's talked about when he was uh, doing the Sober October Challenge a couple years back. He was on the um, elliptical or something for like five and a half hours at one point, just five and a half hours straight. And, you know, he talks about he just plays through different scenarios. People trying to like kidnap his wife and he sees them and he starts running after them. and He beats, you know, the, you know, the living shit out of them or or there's a pack of wolves chasing him. And he he knows that he, if he stops, he's dead. You just got to keep going no matter what. And I don't know, just different things work for different people. So whatever you can come up with in your own mind that's going to make you release that extra bit of adrenaline and get you going. Uh, like David Goggins has said, like, um, you know, his thing is he calls himself a bitch all the time. He's running and he starts getting tired and he wants to stop. And he has this second voice in his head that he can dig down and pull this second half of his personality out. And that's just... Are you, you fucking tired, you bitch? You little bit like what the fuck are you gonna do? And he starts yelling at himself, and it, that fires him up. And different people have different things, so yeah, whatever you can find that works for you is what you should do. I'll tell you, your mind is probably it, it's the one thing that can be your worst downfall, downfall, or you, it can be your best uh, biggest advantage. Yeah, there you go, biggest advantage. Because like you know, it's easy to overthink, but. When you're in, when your back's against the wall, like you and you need to, you need to come up big. What are you gonna do then? Like you have to fire yourself up, and that's honestly like, that's exactly what you know I did last night. Like uh, I took that, I took that very personally because one, that's a large chunk of volume. Like that's something that probably most people would be like, okay, I'm done. Like that's not happening. But I took that as a win too 
I was like, you know what? I did that shit. It took me 31 minutes. Don't get me wrong. That's not, that's not exactly the best time. Like that's a lot of, lot of time being used, but I, I was so happy once I finished, I got through like my last 10 reps, just counting down, just waiting. My grip was just destroyed. I actually put my grips on and I had to like basically wrap them around the bar in between my hands to, yeah. to make sure that I wouldn't drop the bar. Cause I really, my strength or my uh, hand grip was completely gone. So what kept me going was just finding that pace to go. And I, of course, you know, I had my music in the background, but I never, honestly, like I get fired up probably for about the first five minutes, maybe, maybe a first couple songs. And then it mellows out to the point where it's like, okay, now it's, now we're laying the dirty work here. You gotta, you gotta cover some ground because you're on your own and everyone else has a partner. Like you gotta go. Yeah. It's really easy to be super motivated when the workout starts, but that initial first minute or two goes away once you're already you're like, fuck, you know, I just started, I'm already drained and you're breathing real heavy and your heart's racing and you feel like, oh, wow, like this is, you know, that initial burst of motivation goes away real quick. So it's, it's, uh, it's important to find a way to keep going, keep it, uh, keep yourself motivated throughout the, the bulk of the workout, the shittiest portion. It's, you know, like it, it's also easy to find motivation the last minute, you know, when you're running a mile, the first lap or two, you're like ready to fucking go. Right. But then that middle, that biggest middle portion laps three, four, five, six, seven. And then you get a little burst of motivation at the end because you know you're almost done. You got one lap left. But that biggest portion is the, the hardest part to keep yourself going. And, you know, that's that's probably one of the biggest problems I had when I first started doing going into the gym. It was trying to find that that good pace to start off at. And then gradually get better and better or or more improved, I guess, throughout the duration of that workout. But, you know, it takes time, but you can definitely do it. So, I mean, one thing that I do is just I tell people, I said, never start off too hot. It doesn't matter how it it doesn't matter if you feel like you can demolish that workout or not, because something could go wrong. If you're doing pull ups, your hand rips at 30 pull ups at somewhere in between. And you still have like another five, four, three movements left to go. Like Everybody you, knows that one kid who starts the mile off sprinting. And, yes. And you're like, wow, he's, he must be good. But then everybody passes him. Yep. And he's walking at some point. And it's like, you, know, ah, you did it to yourself. So I was watching uh, a documentary on the 2016 CrossFit Games. I'm such, a, I'm such a nerd for all this shit, but I really don't care. That's Matt, not the best you know, part about it. They're, uh, they're, doing, they're doing Murph. It, which, in case you guys don't know, it's one mile run, a hundred pull ups, two hundred push ups, three hundred air squats, and then a mile run, all with a twenty pound vest for male and females fourteen. So this guy, I can't remember his name, but it's it was some guy who was just amped up, ready to go. You in the in the documentary, he's like hollering, screaming, "Let's, let's fucking go! Yeah. I'm ready!" And he starts off, boom, takes off on that first mile, huge lead, huge, massive lead, Man. like it. It was a substantial lead, like probably 20, 30, 40 seconds, but he finishes last. He finishes in the end of the pack because he started off too hot. Yeah. And Matt Frazier said it best. He was like, how many times have you seen an athlete start off in first and finish in first? He goes, not often. Yeah. Not often do you see that. It's, it's easy to start hot, but can you, can you sustain that 
over a long period of time, or even in the shorter workouts, can you keep that same speed without no repping, without uh, messing up in, in a video game? If you die, like all those times, like what happens when you get frustrated? You know, you got to find that pace. What's, uh, you know, out of curiosity, what's something that kind of, whenever you need to get fired up, whenever you need to have that dog come out in you, what's, what's one thing that bring that comes into your mind? For me, it's always been pretty much just imagining that everybody's looking at me. If I'm working out in CrossFit, you know, like today during the wall balls, there was a point at, like during the second round of the workout where I was, I felt like I, I just had to drop the fucking thing and take a break. Yeah. Then I was like. People are probably looking at me. I can't drop this fucking thing. Everybody's looking at me right now. That's, that's probably, really probably nobody's advice. looking at me. But I just pretend because I'm not going to turn around and look. I'm just everybody's looking at me. Don't drop. Don't don't look like a fool. Just mm-hmm. keep going. And that's one thing that I even when I'm doing like music stuff, you know, that's one of the things that really fires me up and gets my heart rate going and makes me want to play for another hour after I've already been playing for an hour. Is I'm you know I'm doing my thing or whatever, and I just like I'm, I'm imagining that. There's a lot of people watching me. Don't fuck up. You know, that way I drill it into my, in my head that, you know, it's timing and everything is just so important because I don't, I don't want to practice something, but then just half-ass do it like just, oh, you know, no one's watching me. I don't really have to take this too seriously. I just always pretend like people are watching me. That way, you know, I can perform as good as I feel I possibly can. That way when... The moment comes where there is people watching me. I've already been practicing this way for a long time, so that's just kind of. I really like that's how I've always done it. Just everybody's looking at me. Everybody's looking at you. Don't fuck up. That's that's a really good device to go off of because I feel like when all eyes are are on you, that's when you feel the most pressure. It do. And if you can train your mind like already in the process of all right, everyone's staring at me. I got to keep going without no without messing up. Like that's that's a big win in in a lot of stages. It's always worked for me. I mean, yeah, I don't know. I've never really tried the, I mean, I, I have tried like the, uh, the David Goggins method of like, don't be a bitch. Don't, don't yeah. fucking, don't you dare, you know, the voice in your head that you have when you first start something like, you know, that, that guy who's super amped up, like, let's fucking go. Keep that in your head. Don't, don't let everyone else know that. Like, just keep that in your head, mm-hmm. but don't let it die out a minute into the race. Just keep that fucking, keep that shit screaming in your ear. Right. You can't stop. You cannot. You've already... Even if you do vocalize it to everybody, now it's even worse. You got way more pressure. So you got that voice telling you, you've already told everybody you're going to win. What are you going to fucking do? Right. What are you going to do? Keep going. That's all, you, that's all you can do. Yeah. I mean, you can't, it's not like you can just stop in the middle of working and just say, you know what? I'm done, man. I, I think that's all I need for today. No, like yeah. you're, you'll be deemed that it's like a quitter. That's, you know, that's, that's something you don't want. That's something I don't want. Yeah. I mean, and even if you are going to be like that guy who, you know, starts off first and everyone's like, wow, but then, you know, you end up last. How bad does that look on you? It probably looks terrible, but he finished. Yeah, you know, yeah, he did, but you know, it's it. I I love the part where you know, okay, I'll stay in the I'll stay in the middle of the pack. I'll run at a decent pace. You know, if, if for instance, it's like the the Murph or something like that. Yeah. Stay in the middle of the pack, and then use whatever mm. I have left on that last piece, because it's easy to. To go all out in the first section when you're fresh, when you're energized. But what happens when you're depleted? You have no energy left. Like that's that's where it really matters. And it's and we keep referring to to fitness because it's really what we know. It it could be with anything. It could be with music. If you're t- it's easy to get amped up when you first 
uh, playing with your instrument the very first few minutes, but then you maybe you get tired after a few few hours or maybe 20, 30 minutes. And right. you know how how long can you keep going and make it sound good? Like I don't know. It's it, you can relate it to anything. We talk, we speak on what we know, and you know, that's exactly we, we right. both do CrossFit, so it's something we can both relate to. So it works well for the podcast. And I, you know, music is a big thing that I do, so I always try and find a way to incorporate it into that. But yeah, I think we both just, you know, we try not to talk too much about things we don't know about, at least not very well. Yeah, because I'm not going to talk about rugby or something like right, that. When so, I've never touched yeah. a rugby field, like I, I wouldn't know. But, you know. Use what we're saying related to whatever, you know, actually matters in your life. You know, it's not just, it's universal. You mm-hmm. can find a way to relate anything to any topic. Right. And, you know, it's um, it's funny because uh, another I think another important thing is no matter what kind of feedback you receive, don't listen. Like even if it's positive. Yeah. No, no, no. Don't take that. Shit. Don't. No, just I, I always take it with a grain of salt. I'm like, yeah, you're probably just saying that because, you know, you feel obligated to. And then whenever I hear negative feedback, I'm like, I learn. I, I learn from that shit. Yeah. I get it. So I, I, I usually spin it to where it's like I don't hear it either. I may hear the negative more because I'm trying to get some feedback right. where I can up my game, but positive feedback I, I barely respond to. I heard Rogan talking about this on a podcast <laughs> the other day I was listening to, and uh, he was uh, he had another comedian, Mark Norman, on, uh, hilarious dude. And, oh, uh, yeah. They were talking just about comedy stuff and how, you know, coming up, pretty much never, never thinking that you're good at something. That's what a lot of people who are great at certain things kind of, a lot of people seem to have in common is they don't like their own work. A lot of people don't, they're not, they're never happy. You're never like, okay, I'm good now. I'm great. I'm amazing. And when people tell you that how good you are, how good you did, some people take that the wrong way and, and be like, you know what? You're right. I am fucking awesome. And then they start to die off because you think you're so good that you don't need to practice just like everyone else, just like you used to when you were not good. So it's, it's better to always think that you're shit. Just like with the podcast, so, uh, we're far, far superior to when we started 67 weeks ago, yeah. you know, and, and far before that, year before that, really, but we're so much better. But still, every every episode, there's always certain moments throughout the podcast, or even when it's over, we're like, you know, that was a good one. And in, in, in my head, I'm like, yeah, I could have done way fucking better. There was a lot of moments where I was like, fuck, like, I can't find the right words. <laughs> I can't say things the right, I can't get it out can't articulate certain things. It's like, I, I know what I'm trying, what I mean in my head. I just can't find the right words and the right pattern of putting those words out to articulate it the best way to where I'm not talking too much or I'm only saying just fucking barely anything or I'm being too monotone. Like it's always, I'm just my own biggest critic and you can't take people's compliments and be like, yeah, you know, you're right. I'm fucking good. I'm great. I don't need to practice. You always got to think you're shit because that's how you constantly evolve. All right. And I think, I think that's highly underrated. And a lot of people tell you like, oh, you know, think positive about yourself. Yay, you know, you're doing great. Yeah. yeah so Look, great. man, if you constantly think that, you know what, I'm the, I, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not even close compared to some people. Like, that's that's one thing that always motivates me, especially in the gym. There's, I may be good to some people, but I know I'm not superior to to the top dogs in there. Like, always I, someone bigger and better than you. Oh, and yeah. It doesn't even necessarily mean bigger and stronger and you know more scary but you can again relate that to anything yeah you're you know rugby player there's always someone better than you at rugby there's always someone better than you at playing guitar 
So what are you going to do? Are you just going to be like, oh, I'm pretty fucking good, so I don't need to practice today. Mm-hmm. You, you gotta, Go. You're going to be the best. you got to never stop. You're never, never you're, never, you're never gonna reach your peak. I mean, with a lot of, I mean, with something like CrossFit, I guess you will eventually reach a peak mm-hmm. before you start to climb. But still, never, never reason to stop because yeah. if you're, say, your peak in the future is gonna be when you're 34 years old. Okay, well, if you stop practicing as hard when you turn 35 and 36, then you're maybe not as good as you once were. But now you're not as good as you could be right now. So it just, it's never in the game. Yeah, it never is. And, you know, I love the fact that it is with a lot of things, there's there's always room for, for improvement. It doesn't matter how well diverse you are in all these different movements or how many instruments that you play. Like, you can always learn something different. And I think prob- that's probably the best part. And, you know, some people love to just master one thing. And that's not that there's anything wrong with it. But you really don't get that achievement of saying, well, I can do this, that, and that, and, you know, name fucking 15 different things that you can do. Like, if you just say, oh, I can, I'm only a master at this one thing. Yeah, it sounds cool when you need it. But what happens when you have to do something different? You know, when you have to play a different instrument, when you have to play a different position in football or rugby or soccer, like, what, what are you going to do then? Yeah. And, Don't uh, master one thing. Yeah, a lot of people take for granted the fact that trying other things can help you in that one thing that you're already good at, you know? So using music as an example, I, if I play guitar for 10 years, I might be really fucking good. But if I go over here and learn how to play piano for a few years, you can relate that to guitar and be like, oh, you know what? Never even thought about this, but now I can, I kind of know more about this and I can use that on the guitar and now you're better at both things and you, and you know two things. So now you know two skills, but you playing guitar made you better at piano and now you playing piano made you even better at guitar mm-hmm. and it's just a good with anything but yeah it really does you can take experience from anything and incorporate it into any other skill yeah and you know one one of the best compliments i i've gotten in the gym was actually today i'll i'll eventually edit these names out he was a. Uh, he was talking to me after the workout, and I don't know if you were there for that part, but he was, so. he was like, he's like, man, you know, we were, we always, you know, kind of, we go back and forth, just kind of, you know, complimenting each other, whatever. And he was telling me, he's like, man, he said, you're, you're my rabbit. I'm trying to, I'm just trying to chase you. And I took that as a very, you know, that's probably one of the compliments I have taken pretty deep because, you know, it, it means that I've been doing better, but right. I'm thinking in my mind, like there's another dude in here and. That's a dog right there. He's yeah. he knows what he's doing. Like yeah. I appreciate the compliment, you know, and not that the first time that I probably took it, you know, pretty pretty positively. But I'm thinking in my back of my mind, like, man, like, just imagine if I was up to his level. Could you imagine that? Like shit. But all I'm thinking is like I'm just that rabbit in that particular class. There are other people who are way better than me, way superior than me. But you yeah. know, it's that's okay. I'm alright with that. I know I've got a shit ton to learn. Like, that doesn't bother me. Yeah, just, uh, well, keep that mindset and you'll get there. And you won't have to imagine if you were. You yeah. can just see it when it happens. Mm-hmm. Get there when it, when you're there, you know? Damn right, dog. Never stop. That dog mentality. Yeah. We all trying to chase after that. Well, you got you got any extra shit you want to add in? I think, yeah, I think we're good. I think man. that's it. It's, uh, I, think, uh, I think that was a good good one for the fact that let's, let's revive that dog mentality. Let's, yeah. For all... For the alphas out there right yeah no just never stop doing your thing and uh don't uh back down from a challenge and 
Learn new shit, try new things. Hey, be the big dog. Be the big dog. Ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> 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 All right, see you. Yeah.